0: To the message this morning is the year of abundance. Yes. So it market Father, I just ask that you speak to us, that you help us to truly follow through with your word so we can be blessed. Holy Spirit of God, I ask that you speak today. Again, I know that you are the true teacher. You are the teacher. Speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. God has one specific desire for every man and every woman on the earth. One specific desire. He wants this desire fulfilled in your life. In my life. It's number one in God's mind. One specific desire. Do you want to know what that is? (laughs) It's for you to live the life that God created you to live, that He'll be well with you in every area of your life. That's God, He lives for that. To make sure that everything in your life is okay. You're doing well. Just like any father, he wants the best for every man. Even those that are not saved. His heart bleeds for them that they may have the best in life. And he's provided just one way. Just one way to make that happen. Is through the Word. Faith in His Word. That's all. Faith in this God's Word is the only way that God has provided. This year, in my mind, and I, and I believe God has been speaking to me, this is going to be an unusual year for our church, financially. I really believe that. This is going to be a year where unusual things are going to be happening to different members of our church if we believe the word. God is going to be doing unusual things. God is going to open doors for individuals that didn't expect things to happen in their life financially. I'm focused on that. I talked to uh, uh, Pastor Paul. He called me this morning uh, in, from Nigeria before I came to church I told him this is what we're doing and I said uh, you know Paul uh, money is very spiritual he laughed (laughs) he was laughing you can't do much without money the church can't do much without money we need the money to get things done the things that we need money for and so money is very spiritual it's part of our lives and people hurt families hurt when it's not there People fight. Husband fight with your wives. When it's not there, the truth. If i with your kids, you know, if, if the money is not there, they need things, and they want things that their friends have. And they tell you about it. And you like to provide, but you can't. You feel bad about it. I mean, it's just a part of life. And God wants us to be happy in every area of life. You don't serve money, but you, God wants the money to serve you. But you can't have somebody to serve you, serve you unless you got a servant. So money is our servant. And God wants us to have a bunch of servants. Money. So that things will be easy for us as we walk through life. But when you serve money and you become a slave to money, and that's not the way God wants it. And so he's not happy. So I believe that this is a very spiritual thing. And as you pray this here, and as you fast, please, please fast for God to bless your family. To bless you. And that's what I'm praying for. I want God to bless you greatly. Who says you can't have millionaires <laughs> from here? God wants to do that. So God has only given us one way to be prosperous in life. For, to have abundance in life. Through the word. Faith in the word. And we share this. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. It says, so he humbled you. See, first thing God wants to do is to humble you. How? He humbled you, allowed you to hunger. How did he humble you? He allowed you to go through difficult times. He didn't cause the difficult times. He allowed you to go through difficult times. He allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna. Some of us have been through different experiences. Things were difficult and then God came through. He's trying to teach you a lesson. He allowed it. He didn't cause it, but He allowed it. And for the Jews, He says, I allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. They didn't know these things. They'd never seen it before. Something from heaven. I allowed you that difficult time because I want to do something new in your life. It says that he, might be, that he might make you know, that God will make you know, that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. How are you going to live this abundant life? How are you going to be prosperous? He's got to be from the word of God. God is saying, move from the natural, move into the supernatural. I want to bless you in the supernatural realm. And the way to get there, the only way to get there, the only way to get there and stay there is through His Word. Man does not live by bread alone. Meaning you live by bread. You need need your natural self. To get things together. Put things together for yourself. But then you need to depend on the word as well. Because it's the word that is going to take you there and keep you up there. Every word that proceeds. So some of us have been through tough times this past year. God is just trying to turn your eyes away from looking at what you're saying. And turn your eyes to the word. Because that's where your, your glory will come from. Your freedom and deliverance will come from the Word. And I believe that God wants us to prosper. The Bible tells us that God glories in the prosperity of His saints. He likes it. Deuteronomy chapter 8, 7 says, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. God is going to bring you this year into a good land in the name of Jesus. Could you say amen? amen. God will bring you into a good land. A land of brooks of water. Of fountains and spring. That flow out of valleys and hills. It may have been dry for you. But this year is going to be very wet. God is taking you into a new land. There's going to be refreshing. There's going to be rain upon your life this year in Jesus' name. It's a land in which you will eat. Verse 9, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. You know, that's what God is saying. That is His will for you to eat bread. We're not just talking about eating loaves of bread, you know. You have to understand, God wasn't talking to the Jews, you'd just be eating just bread. Things were were going to be so well with them, there would be no scarcity in their lives. It's a land, a good land that God is going to bring you into. Maybe some of us have been in that land, you need to start walking that land right now, walk that land for the good that is in there. But some of us, God is bringing us into that good land. And it says, there will not be scarcity in that land. It says, in which you will lack, what? Lack nothing. You will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron. And out of whose hills you can dig copper. What God is saying, I'm bringing you riches. Walk the land. God is about to bring you into a new land. And God is going to do that this year. You have to understand, God talking about bringing you into a new land. Notice, He's talking to the children of Israel. They were in bondage to Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a type of Satan. And God was going to deliver them and bring them into a new land. So what God did was brought them out, and then He was taking them through a wilderness experience to get them into the new land, a land flowing with milk and honey. But notice what He did. When they left that land, God said to them, I want you to spoil the Egyptians. Go to them, ask for their gold, ask for their silver. So every time, really, when God, if we were taught right, Once you are taken from the land of bondage, and God frees you from sin, and you are born again, part of that package that you receive is wealth. I know it's really tough for some to believe. But Psalm 105 verse 37 tells us, He brought them forth with silver and gold. When they came out of the land of bondage, When they came out of the land of bondage, land of sin, He brought them out from that place, the part of the package, after the blood was applied, after the lamb was killed, okay? When He brought them out, part of the package was a lot of wealth. And guess what God needed the wealth for? To build the temple. He said, give me of that same gold that you got when you left the land. So God has brought us out you have been brought out if you have received Christ you are born again you have been brought out from the land of bondage and part of that package is silver and gold don't get too spiritual on me now (laughs) part of that package for the truth that is part of the package and the people of God have been hurting because of lack of knowledge it's part of the package So he was telling them, I'm bringing you into a new land. In this new land, apart from all that you've already obtained, you will not experience scarcity. You will always have something to eat. And that's your portion this year In the name of Jesus Everyone who's listening to me today That's your portion today In the name of Jesus That scarcity in your life Is rebuked today In the name of Jesus It must disappear from your life And abundance will come into your life By the power of the living God The God who gave his life On the cross of Calvary for your sake Who became poor That you might become rich The scripture is fulfilled in 2000 Wealth will come to you. Amen. Say that. Wealth will come to me. From the Lord. It's a blessing from the Lord. See yourself receiving the blessing. When you receive Christ, you you receive everything that is provided for us through His death on Calvary. The righteousness. Amen. The ability to live a holy life. All of it. The ability to stay in health. To be healed when we are attacked by the enemy. All of it is part of that package. He rejoices in the prosperity of his saints. He says his seed will then now spread out through prosperity. You dig iron. Stones of iron. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 2, he says, And all these blessings, all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. I like that. And God doesn't say something that He doesn't mean. He's speaking to you this morning. Maybe all you've known is lack. My wife made it so clear this morning about two things that you need. You need to believe it from your heart, and you need to start speaking it. That this is a year of abundance for the Ark Fellowship. I may not be speaking it over our church. It's a year of abundance. If you don't like abundance, it's too late. You already are the Ark Fellowship. It will come on you and overtake you. How is is God going to do this? I don't know. It's called a miracle. God will do it. These blessings will come on you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Why will the blessings come on you? Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. That's what we started this morning. You have to obey His voice. The blessings just don't come without you obeying his voice. He's already blessed you. These things potentially are there in you. They are about to come out. The only way they will appear, because you obey the voice of the Lord. This is one word from the Lord that you really need to take to heart. The same chapter. When it talks about obeying the voice of the Lord, this is one in verse 11 of Deuteronomy chapter 8 same chapter I started with it says beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments in other words be careful, beware, don't do that don't ever go there beware that you do not not forget the Lord your God there's no one is gonna be walking around saying I've forgotten God. I've forgotten God. No, we can tell by the way you, where you, the way you spend your time, yeah, and how you spend your money. I can tell who is very important to you, whether you've forgotten him or he's still in your life. And that's simple. The prosperity will only come on you and overtake you because you hear His voice. Beware, that's His voice. Beware that you don't, this is a warning. Don't do this. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping His commandments. And we will come into that. His judgments, not just His commandments, His judgments and His statutes. Which I commend you today, lest when you have eaten and are full. You see, God wants you to always eat and be full. And I've built beautiful houses. That says He wants you to build houses. Not just one, you can build as many as you want. And not just a crappy house. He said, beautiful houses. Amen. That's God. He wants you to build beautiful houses. The only thing He doesn't want, don't forget me. Simple. You can build as big as you want. If you want to have 50 rooms in your mansion, you can build. God says it's okay. Just don't forget me. That's it. I want you to build the beautiful houses i like the unbelievers to watch and say, Boy, he's building another one. And he goes to church. Wow, what is this? And then you show up He say, I'm blessed of the Lord. And they see you go to church every time. This man is supposed to have so much, but he's always in church and always praying. They go to your house and they eat with you. And you say, let's bow our heads and pray. They don't like to pray, but they bow your heads with you. And say, maybe this is the secret they pray over their food when they eat. Amen. Just don't forget me, God says. The only thing that he doesn't want, don't forget me. I want you to build houses, he says. This is the word of God, it's not coming from me. That's what you just read. And this was of the Old Testament. A covenant that that is inferior to what we have now. He says, I want you to build beautiful houses. Just don't forget me. Don't forget me. Don't let your heart be so taken by what, what your food and everything that you got. That you forget me. You build beautiful houses and dwell in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply now many of us don't have mumu, right cows and sheep that's not your business right but what he's saying is God wants your businesses to multiply your herds that's his will he just says when your flocks not just your flock your flocks and your herds these are businesses he wants you to have them They seek to employ them. Amen. This is the word of God. This is His will. When they multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, what is the will of God? He wants the gold and the silver to multiply. You didn't tell Him to say this. He said it of His own. And he meant what he said. He's saying, I know because you are mine, your silver and your gold will multiply. I know that. I know because you are mine, you will build beautiful houses. And you will dwell in them. Just don't forget me. That's what he's saying. It's so simple. Let's not make it very complicated. Let's not find what the, uh, the theologians say about this. And let's go search our concordance. You know, your gold, your silver will multiply, and all that you have is multiplied when your heart is lifted up and you you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt when he goes back to where you were before you came to him. You were in bondage. You got nothing. Now I've given you a lot. Now you turn. And because of that, you forget me," he says. "Don't forget that. You know, I I, I can share this, you know, because my wife gives me permission." <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to have a home to go back <laughs> to and <in> peace. <laughs> it's true. When we started uh, the Ark Fellowship, we only had one vehicle, and I used to drive Angela to work. And then if I have things to do, uh, I'll stay with the car. And when Angela closes at work, she calls me, and then I drive back to pick her up. And most because the children were young, I'll, every one of us would go to pick Angela up. While all in the car. And sometimes we had to wait. And one day I was taking Angela, the car broke down. And Angela called uh, somebody who was more junior to her in the office to come and help those days don't feel good, but I can tell you, this last year uh, we had so much income. We, I don't, I don't think we've ever made as much money as we made this past year. Never. We, Angela made so much money this last year; it's frightening. <laughs> In fact, <laughs> we are considering IROS very much this year. <laughs> But God does this. Things will just happen. Things will happen. As you serve God and you don't forget Him. I shared with you here where Angela was the one that employed Angela before. He says, how much do you want? Just tell me how much I'll pay. Just tell me what you want. And he knew he was paying Angela more money than any other nurse practitioner was making in the whole country. And he told Angela that. I have searched... And I know I'm paying you more than anybody else. That's the truth. We are not your example. The, the word is. But I'm telling you this, it works. When you obey God and you listen to His voice, He's going to bless you. The end is always better, according to the word of God, than the beginning. So, get ready to be wealthy. Amen? Amen. For God Amen Get ready for abundance God is going to bring it your way Amen So Just be determined To stay in the way That's the only way to receive abundance From the Lord You know what the enemy does If God gives you something And you turn away from From God He uses the same things That God is giving to you To cause you a whole lot of torment. The same thing. It's always good to stay in the way. Because it's going to be a great year of blessing. All through this night. uh, No, no. It was Friday night. I don't know if I slept. But I had a good sleep. But the Lord kept saying this word. Over and over. I woke up with it in my mind it says they that fear the lord will inherit substance over and over again all through the night just running through my mind so when i woke up i knew god what is going on why are you speaking this to me i know it was the lord they that fear the lord will inherit the earth you know about that the meek shall inherit the earth They that fear the Lord will inherit substance. God will give you. If you stay on His way. The way of life. It's the way of life. You know, that's the way God has given to us. He said to Abraham. Of Abraham, He said in, in Genesis 18, He says, I know Him. He will command His children after Him. To walk in the way of the Lord. You see, there is called the way of the Lord. It's the way of prosperity. If it's not tainted it with man's opinion and man's ideas and all of that, you stay in the way of the Lord. When it's all over, you will prosper. Remember what the word says, the blessings of the Lord makes one rich. And sorrow is not added to it. It's true blessings from the Lord. The, they that fear the Lord will inherit... Substance. I knew God was doing that because He wanted me to tell you. And part of the fear of the Lord is what I was talking about earlier. If you truly fear the Lord, when the Lord has given a specific commandment or statute, and you just overlook it and do what you please, you don't fear Him. You don't fear Him. Many of us think about what we're doing to Him. If if, if some of us that will stay home on a particular day because you're tired if I told you that George Bush was going to be in the service with us you'll be here (laughs) yeah and you'll be struggling with pastor so you can take a picture with him but see can you see if God is up there and he's looking at our attitude. But that's not very pleasing. Because he knows all things. If George Bush is going to teach Sunday school, even though you know he may not know much, guess what? The whole church will be there for his Sunday class, school class. Right? So we can say George Bush was the one that taught us this morning. <laughs> the president was the one that taught our Sunday school class. Just a man. See? Not as anointed. When we have this type of thing going on in our heart, and God knows, that's why David was such a great man. Because God knew his heart. It's a matter of your heart. And you say, well, this is the way I am. No, you can change. If you are a born again Christian, you can change. You, all you have to do is be willing. Just be willing. Isaiah 1 verse 19, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat of the good of the land. It's about the word. Surround yourself with the word. If the word is being taught, be there. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Well, God is not going to show up on Sunday at the Ark Fellowship. Now you kids, you stand and I'm going to speak now. He's going to be speaking through somebody. You listen to the person, whoever that is, he's speaking the word of God. That's how you receive from him. And then you live by the word that is being spoken. And being very practical with you is so important. You don't know what happens. I I never knew, it used to be in those days people would tell me, good luck, are you sure you are not running away from the call of God? Now tell them, you are the one that called me, I never heard anything from him. You are the one that is calling me into the ministry. But I was always there. Ministering to others and being ministered to. Listening to the boring preachers and the good ones. You know. I was always there. But God promotes you. Uh, the Word lifts you up. See, it's the Word. Jesus said you are clean because of the words that I've spoken to you. You don't know. Just by coming into the, the presence of, uh, of the Word of God, maybe somebody is speaking, there are things, there are transactions going on in the spirit realm that you are not even aware of. Just sitting there, God is transforming all kinds of things based on what you are hearing. You are being cleansed. You are being blessed. God is pouring into your life spiritually. And these things will manifest in the natural after a while. But you have to soak your mind in the Word of God. You can change the way you think. The Word of God will change it. Your struggle, that will be in the flesh. But if you listen and allow yourself to be saturated with the Word, guess what? These things will begin to change. Amen. Don't have too much time. But look. Luke 13, verse 23 through 24. Then one said to him, Lord, Are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, Jesus says, will seek to enter and will not be able. Think about it. You know, Jesus will not lie to us. There will be many on that day that wanted to get in. They couldn't. Notice what he said. They sought to enter they were not able. It's not a game. You understand what I'm saying? It's not a game. It's a narrow road. The only few that will go in, Jesus said. And you strive to enter. Not everyone will get in. Even those who are sick. This is not a word of condemnation. This is truth from the mouth of Jesus himself. To say to you, you just can't sit and just, well, I'm just going to go to heaven. No, it didn't work that way. Somebody, you got to be doing something. Those people sought to enter. Jesus said, many I say to you. When he uses the word I, that's a law. Many will not enter. They wanted to get in, they couldn't. And the kingdom is already here. These little things These little little things The little foxes These are the things that destroy What God is about to do in your Christian life Is so important It's very very important You know I told the Lord Even if there were two people here I preached to them I don't care It doesn't matter to me anymore It is for your own good Believe me it's for your own good The Sunday school class is for your own good The teaching here is for your own good That sacrifice you make. And there are people that are making more sacrifice. People coming from the woodlands, driving all the way. And you live close by, but you're tired. It doesn't make sense. Now, I understand when you're busy, something, I mean, busyness, you know, you can get away from it. But if, at that time, your mind should be in the house of God, even though you're busy. Paul said so. I'm not there with you, but I'm there with you in the spirit. I'm thinking about you. Is that important? It's where your heart is. It's where your heart is. You have to love the Lord your God. With everything. It's so important. We're not just trying to build a big church. We're trying to build disciples. People who follow God. People that will get to heaven. That's what's important to me. That's what is important to me. I want you to prosper greatly. But the the most important thing, I want to see you in heaven. That's what is important to me. I don't know what any other preacher is doing, but I want to see you in heaven. I was shocked this week, you know. I mean, you read the scriptures, but I never realized that people can actually come into the church and decide they are going to deceive people. I was shocked. When the Word of God says it, He means it. You can read from uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 down. Not that which should not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, Coined by deceitful people They come into the church And I said oh Lord I don't want to be there I don't want to get there I want to get to heaven first It's so important to me It's 33 years ago Close to 33 years ago I started my work My primary goal is to get there I want to get there And I will Amen I will My mind is made up I will get there You will get there. In Jesus' name, you will get there. You know, Rehoboam did not prepare his heart to follow the Lord. And the Bible says, because Rehoboam did not prepare his heart to follow the Lord, he failed. Rehoboam did what was evil in the sight of God because he did not prepare his heart to follow God. I prepared my heart. You have prepared your heart. We will follow God regardless. We will make the sacrifice to follow Him. We will, Amen. We will follow Him. Second Timothy, chapter three, verse one through five. It says there, But know this, that in the last days, perilous time will, times will come. Dangerous time. We are in the last days. God wants to bless us is the truth. But we are living in difficult times. People just want to do their own thing. They don't care. They don't fear God. They don't fear God. You can't just do that. And please, I'm not rebuking anybody. This is just what the Lord is giving to me. I'm just sharing from my heart. He says, but know this. That in the last days perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. They are only thinking about their, their own good. Lovers of themselves. They are so in love with themselves. It's not wrong to be in love with yourself. But when you are in love with yourself as compared to your love for God, something is wrong. You we are living in dangerous times. What the scripture is saying is that these things will happen. And I'm saying, God, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want that to happen to me. There will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money. Money is good, but it's supposed to be your servant. You shouldn't love it like you love God. It's okay to lack money. It's okay, everyone needs it. But you don't love it to the point where you hurt people just to get it. That's love of money. He says, this will happen in the last days. I mean, this is a prophecy that's coming to pass. And I'm saying this will not happen to me. I want the money, but it's going to be my servant, ever. He will always be my servant. I'll send it wherever I want. He used to send somebody to Africa to minister. Amen. Boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents. Young people, listen. It's a spirit. Disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving. They won't forgive. Yeah, brother, good luck. You know, I, you know, I, I can tolerate him, but uh, I don't want anything to do with him. Unforgiveness oh, These are the things that will happen In the last days Slander us Without self-control Brutal despisers of good Treat us Head strong you Have your own way Nobody can stand in your way You want to do your own thing No, no matter what's going on Treat us headstrong, haughty, Hardy Just proud Lovers of pleasure Rather than lovers of God I mean that's so important Your brothers are in the house of God, worshiping God. But to that that day, Satan has whispered to you, it was better to play a round of golf. Jesus must be number one. Like I said, last Sunday is the Lord's day. It's not your day. Sunday is called, the what? Revelation is called the Lord's Day. They say you don't have to do things on your own. You can do stuff when you have to. But in the Spirit, you must recognize that day as the Lord's Day. You know, John knew that. John did. Remember it was in the, land of, uh, the island of Patmos? He said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. You know the way I read that? He knew it was Sunday. He knew he was the Lord's Day. Maybe he roamed the island a little bit, but this was Sunday. And he was worshipping God. And while he was worshipping, Jesus appeared. And said, come up here. I want to show you something. How significant he mentioned that. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. That Sunday. Are you in the Spirit on the Lord's day? Or are you doing something else? You can excuse it. I'm not saying we should have a law. You cannot. Please understand me. There is no law. We're free. It is the heart that matters. God knows your heart. And God knows what's going on there. We must keep His commandments. We must love Him with everything that we have. We must love Jesus first. This coming week and week following, I'll... I will be talking about loving God and loving your fellow man. Jesus has what he calls my commandment. Okay? It's my commandment, Jesus' commandment. He also calls it a new commandment. A new commandment, my commandment. We have to follow his commandment. Some people call it the golden rule, right? (laughs) The royal law. That's His commandment. You know why it's called the royal law? He he belongs to the King. Jesus. And the first part of it, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind. All your strength. Everything that you have. And then the second one. Is to love your neighbor as yourself. Those two laws. Jesus said everything that you read in the Old Testament. If you want to sum it up. Just those two. You love God with all your heart. Not some of it. When you are operating in love, there is no sacrifice that is too great. No sacrifice is too great. If you are possessed by the love, with the love of God, no sacrifice is too great. See, Jesus was love. He is love. He said it himself. Greater love, and this has no man. And a man will lay down his life. No sacrifice is too great if you are possessed. That's the commandment we need to keep to be prosperous. To love God with everything and to love your neighbor as yourself. Just two laws. Jesus said that everything in the law hangs. Law and the prophet, those two. If you know it, you got it made. Amen. Stand up with me this morning. Expect great financial blessings. But we cannot talk about financial blessings unless we've already talked about loving God and obeying His commandment. Remember where we started from. These blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Why? Because you obey the voice of the Lord. There's one voice today from the Lord. Love God with everything that you have. And love your neighbor as yourself. Don't be suspicious of your neighbor. Forgive them, unbelievers and believers alike. To be kind, that's what God is calling us to do. If we would do that, brothers and sisters, this year, if we will focus on loving God and loving one another as He is giving us commandment, you watch what God would do with our church, financially, not suspecting one another. We're standing with one another, helping one another, living in love. The heavens will be open in our church. I'm going to ask this morning if there's something that you cannot forgive, you have a brother in your heart that you cannot forgive, or something has happened to you, or somebody's done something to you. What I say, Pastor, sometimes pastors uh, hurt people, and I pray I never hurt anybody. <laughs> pray that a lot but sometimes just by you being you you hurt people <laughs> but we have to forgive you have to forgive and another thing don't speak unkind words especially when you're talking to other people you're trying to project something or redefine a person Keep it to yourself You may be wrong I've had impressions of people I found that I was wrong What I thought I saw Wasn't it at all So keep it to yourself But we must Come together today And be determined To obey God And to love one another Take the hand of the person standing with you And you're going to make a commitment to God today to love. Remember what I said. When you love, no sacrifice is too great. That's what we want. We are brothers. We are members of the same family. We don't compete with one another. We don't compete with one another. If that's in your heart, you need to let it go today see God is a witness I told you the truth we don't compete I see a lot of competition in the church we don't compete if he's well with you it's fine with me if God makes you a flaming evangelist I'm glad I taught you everything you knew it really don't matter you are my son <laughs> my son. <laughs> but we can't do that we can't compete With one another we don't compare ourselves say don't do that be yourself be satisfied and love your brother promote your brother we have to do that we are members of the same body you know the reason for this message this morning is this one thing i want us to truly love one another i'm going to continue in weeks by the grace of god we have to love I have to see my brother doing much better I see him doing good and I'm happy his family doing well and I'm happy pray for him to do well pray for his business to do well when he's happy I'm happy when he's promoted I'm promoted we don't compete we don't compare the Bible says things are like that are for children children if you're a child in the Lord that's what you do is the spirit of the Erodians protecting your place. It's unnecessary. Totally unnecessary. We need to let go. We need to love. Don't do that. Don't compete with one another. Don't do it. Don't do it. Love one another. Make room for your brother. For your sister. Be there standing with them. I recognize your gift and I'll promote it. I love Jacqueline. God is giving her that spirit of prophecy. I'll promote it. I want her to be the best. I know we're about to, I'm older than she is, I'll always call her my daughter in the Lord. And when she's the flaming uh, prophet around the town, I it's just my daughter in the Lord. <laughs> she understood everything about prophecy from me, you see. I want you to pray for your brother and for your sister this morning. Pray for the best. Pray for the best. Father, I love you, God, and I love your people. I told you that before. I love your people and I want the best. And that's my prayer, Lord God. For those who are saved here if you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior Jesus wants you to make a commitment to him I know it's everybody that's a family but I don't know everybody but if you're here and you really want to make a full commitment no turning back from God would you put your hand up thank you thank you so much any other person please You see, God knows your heart. Thank you so much. Thank you. Is there any other person? God knows your heart. You want to forgive your past. You want a brighter future that Jesus is going to give to you. You know, God just impressed on me to say this to you. Whoever that is, the Lord loves you. God loves you. And He wants the best for you. Pray for your brother and your sister. The one to your right. The one to your left. Would you do that? Just tell the Lord. Lord bless my brother. Bless my sister. Make them great according to your word. Make them great. Meet every need. In their lives. Thank you Father. Father I thank you for your people today. Let your blessings come upon them and overtake them. Help us to go through the spirit of fasting. As your word says to let go of every bitterness. That's true fasting. To let go of the bondage. The people who have held so tight and bound in our hearts. Let us let them go Lord during this spirit of fasting. So that you can reach out to us and bless us. Thank you Father. Help us to be totally dedicated to you, to change our ways, to draw closer to you according to your word. Draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto you. Let your word be fulfilled in our lives as we draw closer to you. Let signs and wonders be done in the name of your Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ in our midst. Thank you, Father. Be with your people today. In Jesus' name. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Amen.